Hello everyone, welcome back to your favorite pick-me-up. I've officially decided for myself that it's summer, so good vibes only ahead. Um, roll the clip. not to be like your weather girl but it has been in boston around like 60 to 70 and sunny not to jinx it for this weekend because i need to be nice again this weekend like every day the past couple weeks and i've just been feeling i don't even know how to describe it but i've been feeling a sense of calm because like the summer is impending and i just feel like in the winter doing things requires a lot more effort like you have to drive places a lot more you have to bundle up like you have to just trudge around sometimes and not to complain but it can get a little bit more exhausting and i feel like in the summer it's just more of a carefree vibe in general and just like life is more carefree because you don't have to worry about as many things because you're not like cold all the time and you don't have to always constantly be like thinking about how you can get inside how you're getting places and more so just enjoy the outdoors obviously that's generalizing but I just get this like impending sense of calm because things are going to get easier more relaxed more fun and that's how more most people are acting anyways during the summer I also have been trying to like establish new routines and stuff for the summer so just like doing my walks doing tennis golf that kind of thing we're going to talk a little bit about some sports coming up here in a minute but just enjoying the outdoors has been so amazing I feel like it just rejuvenates me in a way that like a lot of other things cannot and just like getting to have a smoothie switching to my iced coffee it's all been good things over here I have had a really good week we have an exciting episode for you guys today I should also tell you about the episode um, Molly Pomeroy a lot of you may know her is coming on the podcast she is one of my really good friends um, I'll introduce her when she comes on but what I think is really authentic and awesome about her is that she maintains so many relationships and she is like one of the most considerate people that I have ever met in my life and we were talking about this Claudia, Molly, Emily and I during our graduation like she will remember if you mentioned briefly like six months ago oh like I am having dinner with my mom next week and then she'll ask you six months later or she'll text you like that week she'll be like how did the dinner go and it's just those little things that make you feel so listened to and loved and there's just nothing better than feeling that way because a lot of times I feel like when you talk to people they care but they don't care enough to reach out and ask how it was or like just to go that extra mile and like remember in your brain what's going on with everyone in your life and the way that she does that and keeps up with people and just like genuinely always checks on people and like continues those relationships that she meets someone maybe like only for a minute or she's known them for a while but she hasn't talked to them in a while she will catch up and like check on people so so meticulously and so just like compassionately like she really just genuinely cares about so many people and what's going on in their life and I strive to be like that as well because I just want to make people feel so loved and so listened to because I feel like that's all people honestly want in their life and that's like the way to keep so many healthy relationships um, afloat and that's just something I really really admire about her and that's I think the reason that she is so successful in her relationships in her life because she knows how to make people feel just like wanted and so I'm excited for you guys to hear our episode 
we are going to be talking about like post-grad experiences a little bit. We're talking a little bit also about running and just like some college stuff as well, like our sorority and how we met and just like some fun stuff like that. So I really hope you guys like our conversation. But before that, I'm going to be talking to you guys about a little life update. So this past weekend, I ran a half marathon. I'm sure I've been talking about it on the podcast, but so it's Tuesday right now and I ran it on Sunday. So two days ago, my legs are still very sore. Um, I did not expect like three extra miles to really take it out of me because I did run 10 miles like a couple weeks ago and I was like definitely okay, but the extra three miles really was difficult and it was a little bit more difficult than I anticipated. I just felt like once I got to mile like 11, 12, I was just like, my legs don't work anymore. Not as much like my cardiovascular was tired, but I was literally like, I feel like my muscles are deteriorating and I was just so impressed with how many people were there. So I did the Westport horse neck half marathon And I feel like there was like a thousand people or I don't know. There was like 600 something people that did the half marathon and then maybe like another 200 to 400 who did the 3.5 mile. And I was just shocked at how many people can actually run 13 miles because it's not easy, you know? And there was like these old ladies, literally not old, but like maybe in their later 60s 70s that were running it and I'm like how are you guys running 13 miles and so that is just encouraging for my future because I feel like I can definitely make it for years to come hopefully if I don't have any crazy injuries I can like keep on running and one thing about um why I didn't want to run a half marathon previously was that I thought that after running the half marathon I would hate running because I know a lot of people just stop running entirely after training and running um a long run like this because they're just like sick of it in some cases and they've been doing it so much to like train they're just like I'm taking a like a year or two off like I hate running now after doing this thing like a lot of people will say like oh I did track in college like I never run anymore just because the sentiment isn't the same when you go back to running and it's not in that competitive nature so it like could be the same for me because I've been training and it's not like the training again when I continue running and I will just like hate running then but I actually don't feel like I feel like that which is really exciting for me because I was scared that I would feel like that after the whole training process was over I honestly feel like I want to do around like a five six mile run like a couple times a week going forward because I really enjoy like not a super short run but like a five to six mile just because I feel like I can have enough time to really clear my head and just get a lot of thoughts out and just like get a good sweat in, get a really good workout in but it's not to the point where I am sore or it takes up like way too many hours of my day because honestly training like if you're gonna run I ran my half marathon in around two hours and to have like two hours out of your day with getting ready with running the whole thing and with getting home like showering it will take almost three hours out of your day and that's just like not realistic to do that often so doing like 45 minutes to an hour of running I think will be really good for me in the future and will keep me in great shape so yeah excited that I don't hate running after and I still want to continue doing it I'm just very sore at the moment so I'm gonna take probably like a week off I also don't know why people told me that like the adrenaline will kick in like you on the day of the race will just feel like so much adrenaline and you'll feel like you can do anything and you'll just make it in way less time that actually didn't happen to me so I actually think that that was probably because I well I started off with a good amount of adrenaline I'm not gonna lie to you guys I was running super fast like my first five six miles I was like moving then around mile seven mile eight there was a lot of hills and I just started dying because it was like 70 
five degrees or something at this point and the sun's beaming down there's hills and I'm like oh no like (laughs) this is going very much downhill then I don't want to get graphic with you guys but I had to yak on mile eight and I went in the woods threw up and then just continued my run but it kind of ruined my time because it was 11 51 um for that mile and the others were like eight minutes um 30 seconds or something so that was really disappointing but okay but after the whole puking situation I just went back and ran the rest of the race and I was okay shout out to Tommy because he gave me water halfway through and stopped to see me a couple times which was very encouraging and it was honestly so cute there were so many people just on the sidelines like with megaphones like probably sweating so bad because it was so hot and like with posters and stuff like go Katie run hard it was just like so cute like people are so encouraging and like these people were just like clapping for me like random people obviously you know how they do for runs and I just felt really good I felt like honestly the vibe of the east coast people are always like oh my god people are so mean but people are so nice like people are maybe a little bit more rough around the edges but they're kind if that makes sense some people are actually mean but like not significantly more than at any other place you know I think people have good hearts here they might just be a little bit more cold or just like not as warm in the beginning so yeah that was a great experience I will probably do another half marathon in the fall I think I'm going to take a little bit of time off before then, obviously, but I would do it again. I think I would recommend it. I felt very accomplished and happy after and just proud of myself because obviously, like, I have goals in all areas of my life, but I've never really had a goal athletically um, besides, like, when I did soccer competitively for a while, so that was nice to have something to work towards. And I just feel like setting goals for yourself, even if they're not crazy goals, like running half marathon, really not the most hard thing anyone has done in their life. Like it's not, Um, but just getting those little wins for yourself is just gives you a lot of confidence. I feel like I made a promise to myself. I'm going to run this, like I'm going to make it. And then just like when I did make it, I was just like, feeling very confident because I just kept that promise to myself and that was like one of my goals for 2022 like keep the promises you make for yourself and I know in 2021 I was going to run a half marathon but it got canceled and so I didn't really sign up for another and I was kind of upset about it and so I feel like it's just like me growing in the fact that I am keeping the promises I make to myself and continuing to set goals, not like always bettering myself, but just like for myself to have fun and to gain confidence more so just because I feel like better is so like making yourself better is so subjective and like you're going to be better and worse on certain days. So I feel like I don't want to compare my happiness or my like self-worth, um, in periods of my life I don't know why I'm getting off on this tangent but I'm on it so I might as well continue (laughs) basically what I'm saying is like I am gonna be happy for a couple weeks and then sad for a week and like so many different things can just happen to you and like you're gonna have weeks where you can accomplish so much and then weeks where you're slower and you can't And I don't want to be like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm so much happier than I used to be because I feel like that just puts the expectation on myself that I need to continue to be happier and happier and happier until like I literally die. And like I just wake up with just like a smile on my face like creepily every day, which is just not a realistic realistic expectation to have. And I just feel like I want to set little goals and accomplish them and not to be like oh I'm such so much better now than last year because I did this half marathon and just like be proud of myself and take it for how it is hope that made sense okay so I also want to talk about a little bit about a sports corner so I watched the PGA tournament a little bit (laughs) 
don't worry guys I am not gonna be watching golf too too much but it was actually kind of interesting because I don't know just like put it on for a few minutes see a few shots and turn it off because people say golf is really boring to watch which I kind of agree if you're gonna watch the entire thing which is ridiculous like you're not gonna watch the whole PGA I feel like putting it on seeing a couple shots seeing who's winning and then turning it off is the vibe I'm on also I'm shook because I turned it on saw someone hit it from the sand don't know who it was sorry from the sand just directly into the hole and then I saw someone else directly after that hit it and then it just landed and it didn't move like they hit it from the fairway to the green and it just like plopped on the green and didn't move and Tommy informed me that they put spin on the ball and in my own golf journey I feel so unaccomplished because I'm so far away from that but so that was like a little bit depressing about watching that but I was also like extremely impressed in their skills and like it's just such a technical sport and it's just kind of crazy anyways new respect for golfers and watching golf a little bit the Celtics I've been watching the Celtics heat games which have been kind of crazy like up by literally they either lose by 20 or they win by 20 which is weird because they haven't really been good games but it's like if one team's gonna lose by 20 one team's gonna win by 20 then shouldn't they like be competing to win each game but that hasn't been the case it's either been one team dominating or the other team dominating so I'm hoping the Celtics can get it together and win the series because I really want them to go all the way I'm extremely invested now my rose of the week is that I have been kind of dealing with my anxiety pretty well this week because I told you guys last or a couple episodes ago I forget that I'm gonna have a couple free weeks where I don't have like necessarily as much structure in my day but I do still have a lot of stuff to get done like I'm currently registering my car in Massachusetts getting a new license going to the doctor like doing all these random appointments and getting ready to move like getting the U-Haul like all that stuff but it's not like I'm busy from nine to five so in those cases I tend to like just get very anxious because I don't have something for my brain to be working on for some reason and I've been continuing to make this schedule for myself even though I don't have as much structure and just like creating that structure for myself and like structuring my downtime as well and just giving myself time to do stuff that I actually want to do during the day as well as getting the things done that I actually need to get done and that's been going pretty well um I feel like I've been present and just intentional about what I've been doing which has been really good with like the to-do list and just like organizing my time well I also have been going places alone a little bit more I went to the beach alone like last week to Barrington and I just like took a towel chilled read my kindle took a lunch there listened to music I stayed there for like probably four hours and just like chilled and I don't know it was just really nice solo day for myself where I just like went to the gym went to the beach like everything just by myself and didn't rely on like talking to people all day and just felt really confident that I could do that by myself which normally I like to just do things with other people so I don't know it's a it was a good day either way too I didn't feel like I needed someone else which I feel like is a big step my thorn this week is that I don't know there's just like a lot of change going on in my life and I don't want to complain about it but it's been giving me the sentiment that like I am growing up because I'm moving and I feel like I've definitely talked about this before but I just feel a lot older because I am figuring so much stuff out with like insurance and just like figuring out how just my life is going to work when I move to Boston and it's going to be a lot different and a lot more probably demanding and so I feel like I'm just not going to be young I'm not going to be a student forever and it's kind of sad even though in my nostalgia episode I tried to make it seem like like oh this is a positive thing like life phases are good like going to a new life phase I do also want to acknowledge that I have been feeling like a little bit of just like sadness about the fact that like my family is in so many different places around the U.S. and just like my friends as well and just like I sometimes long for times when we're all together and things were a little bit simpler 
Um, but my good news of the week is that my family is getting a new puppy. Um, we are taking name suggestions, so please hit us up. I think I'm going to go grab the puppy in mid-June from the breeder in Missouri, so that will be great. It's a girl, and she is a Japanese chin, so I am super excited for that. I want to help train her before I start work, which would be really nice, and also I heard that you can now swipe to adopt dogs like on Tinder instead of like swiping for a date you can swipe for dogs which I think is so cute and so that is also some like more general good news for the week. My creative of the week it's not really like a person per se but is kind of an idea. I feel like randomly I had this thought this week and I wanted to share it with you guys. So creativity is like innately just the sense of being unique and authentic and just like doing things that reflect something that hasn't been done before like at least in my definition not that it has to be something revolutionary but it's just something unique to you and something that you create and I feel like a lot of spaces especially like digital spaces are so saturated like e-commerce um people making blogs, people making podcasts, people making YouTube videos, TikToks, that kind of thing. And also just like in general businesses, there are so many um, just like competing businesses, I feel like in today's world, because a lot of people just like strive to open their own business and follow their passions. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just like a random sentiment that I feel like people our age just are so creative and want to pursue those creative pursuits and I think that like being creative is something I really value but I don't know if I would necessarily do that myself I I just wanted to say that I feel like since the space has become so saturated people have been kind of preferring or just like giving their business to places that have curated that is uniquely them like they have a vision and they carry it out and they have a niche and they stay in that niche so I'm thinking about like my favorite activewear brand set active they have a specific logo a specific type of activewear that they make that is a set they have a set amount of colors that they release they release these new collections and they have kind of a pattern like reformation as well like they have a very unique place in the market where they create sustainable fashion at a price that's like a little bit pricier than most things but it's not crazy pricey Warby Parker like they created basically glasses that are a lot cheaper and a little bit more like um just like every day than other like designer brand glasses or like $300 glasses that you normally see and I just feel like brands that have been taking this approach where they find their niche and they stay in it have been super successful recently and those are just like a few that I thought of but I feel like to going forward, people really value like a company for, first of all, their business practices. Like they want them to be sustainable, clean, all that. But they also value a company just for sticking to their original ideas and just being who they are as, and not trying to fit like the molds of society. And so I just feel like the creative space is moving towards like authenticity and people want to buy those things and to consume those things and so that is just my creative of the week more of a creative idea than a creative person so yeah I think that is it for my introduction I am gonna tell you guys now jump into an ad real quick no I'm kidding Uh, I don't know why it sounded like that like when I listen to podcasts and they'd go into an ad it sounded like I was going to an ad don't worry guys I will not be doing that So Molly and I talked about post-grad, as I said, and I feel like before I I give you guys this episode, I want to say that it was a little hard, I think, to give blanket advice on post-grad because Molly and I's experience was so unique due to COVID. 
honestly, it's just not ideal for your first time moving somewhere to be all online work, like remote work or online school. And a lot of people around you are scared of getting COVID, like they're in their pods. Um, I just feel like that made our like just COVID made our post-grad experience so unique to other people. And so if we're giving advice to people who are graduating now, it might not apply just because we had so such a unique experience with COVID and just not being able to really even form our own identities, which I feel like after college, it's a big, big time to be forming an identity outside of the university and outside of all those things that have defined you for like since you've grown up and you also don't have like a benchmark of how you're doing compared to other people because you don't have grades anymore and it's just like you're working and I feel like the comparison with other people just kind of shifts from grades to like how much you're making how happy you are what area you live in and that kind of thing but just forming that identity was really hard because a lot of things like hobbies or like just friends like getting established in a place was kind of stunted due to covid but we still talk and about a lot of important things um i just want to say that because i feel like our experience was so unique and different um i wanted to say the things i learned from each year post-grad so far and then i will jump in so the things i learned from 2020 I feel like 2020, since I was in quarantine for so long, I feel like everyone was just like, nothing matters that much. We are stuck in our houses and the things that used to matter, going out, partying, like seeing people randomly, going to the grocery store, getting Starbucks, just like didn't matter, going to concerts, didn't matter at all, didn't, couldn't do them. And so you kind of just realize what life was really about. And I know that is an idea that a lot of people had. And I just kind of felt this sense of like, after college, like who even cares what anyone is doing, like in the sense of judging them, like just let them do their thing. Like who even literally who cares like I'm just gonna not be upset at people who just want to pursue their passions and just like be weird like I don't care you know and like I just think everyone should do what they want to do more so and I don't need to always give my opinion on other people's lives and not that I felt like I really needed to before but I feel like I just lost my sense of like I need to like I just gossiped less because I was like I don't even care like I just want people to be happy like this is just crazy what's going on and so I kind of have tried to continue that sentiment of just like let people be who they are like when I think to judge someone I always like try to recorrect the pathway in my brain and I'm like why are you judging them like maybe you're just jealous of them maybe you want to do something for yourself that you haven't done and just like trying to second guess and like not jump to conclusions like if something happens and I'm like oh like whoa like he didn't pay for you like that's weird or like that's just like a random example but like you don't know like the inner workings of someone's life so you just like don't you never know what's going on so always just enter situations with kindness and that's what I feel like I learned Okay, and then from 2021, um, I think branching out and making social connections in um, your 20s is so important, but I feel like what I learned was that friendships are going to come and go, and, like, not all friendships are going to last forever, and that's, like, totally okay, and I know I've talked about this, but, like, I really don't know what, why I have this idea or I did have this idea previously that every friendship I have is going to last forever because it's really not. And every friendship I have is going to go through phases that I've realized. And every friendship I have is going to ebb and flow. Like you're going to have places where you're closer, you're farther away, friendships that fade, friendships that break up, those kinds of things. But the value of social connection can't be underscored enough, I feel like. It's just like, even though the social connections that you have aren't going to last forever, it is still worth making them and worth getting to know people. And you can appreciate the time you've had with someone without clinging to your connection with them forever when you've outgrown it. I feel like that's just like a mature thing to realize that like 
some people you're going to grow with and some people you're going to grow apart from, but to be grateful for what they've taught you and for the connection that you've shared, you should always exercise that just because you aren't close with them anymore doesn't mean you can't appreciate everything that they've given you. And that has really, really resonated with me and just like let me let go of some things that maybe I was clinging on to. I was clinging on like, oh, this friendship, like I'm letting it, whatever, like we're growing apart, but like maybe you're meant to grow apart from that person and maybe that person isn't meant to be in your life forever. And it's okay. Like you want to be around people who lift you up, make you happy, who you share interests with, who you can speak deeply with and just continuing and letting yourself live your life and not forcing things um that's what I feel like I learned in 2021 I also feel like I learned to bring good energy to situations to get the most and best out of them especially in social situations if you aren't feeling it or like like for example last night I was invited to a trivia night but I for some reason just like wasn't in the mood to be social I think I was just tired from my half marathon and Um, I had been kind of running around all day and I was just like I kind of want to chill out and I don't know if I want to go here I want to make a dinner and everything and so I didn't Um, and that's okay like you don't have to force it but if you're going to go somewhere and bring bad energy like don't do that like just only go somewhere and show up to the night if you're going to have good energy and get something out of it because if you bring the bad energy you're just going to be sucking that out of everyone and not making people's night better which is ultimately what you want to do okay things I learned in 2022 self-reflection can teach you a lot so however you choose to self-reflect like journaling just thinking podcasting voice memos whatever you want to do um I feel like that is a big part of growth and obviously growth isn't linear but just reflecting on what types of things make you happy what types of things mistakes you've made that you don't want to make again can really help you like also come to terms with you're getting older like I know I said I was upset earlier about a little bit about how I'm not going to be young forever but honestly how I've coped with getting older is just like reflecting and being able to kind of quantify not quantify but just like have these memories documented that I've had throughout my life and the podcast, I can always listen back and remember what was going on at that time in my life, which I feel like has made me so happy. And like all the notes I have basically say like how my weeks went every week and just like what was going on. And so being able to look back on that is like something that I value so much and it's helped me grow. Um, another thing I learned is just that having hobbies makes life so much fun as an adult. I loved just getting obviously into my podcast, into golfing, into reading with my Kindle, into making like really bougie coffee every morning, into spicy margaritas, into going out um, and watching the sunset, into my evening walks, into hanging out with my friends, watching The Bachelor, into trivia nights, just things like that. I feel like I just want to lean into hobbies and they make like life fun because you can have something to look forward to each day and it doesn't always have to be like something grandiose like if it's raining just like get it looking forward to having a new recipe and cooking that night you know and so just having those little hobbies um just makes life a lot easier to get through and a lot more fun in general and gives you something to share with other people Um, one last thing is that I try to consume things in terms of social media very intentionally. I know this has been like a theme of what I've been talking about so far, but just, I just went on an unfollowing spurge, spurge, sorry, splurge on social media because I realized that there's just like so much stuff that I see especially on Instagram because I don't really care that much about like Snapchat stories. I don't like even look at them really that much. I look at like my good friends and that's it. And then on Instagram, I feel like I just follow so many random people. So I just like unfollowed a bunch of people because there's just no need, you know? And if you see them in person, you can catch up with their life and just like have an authentic conversation in person and you don't really need to follow them. Um, 
for any reason because it's just kind of going to clog up your brain for the day. And I feel like it just makes me tired, honestly, to be scrolling. And so I try to like limit my scrolling, but also I just need to limit how much things I see. And so that's why I unfollowed people and I want to consume things and people that are going to actually like bring joy to my life instead of take it away and like teach me to compare with people which is so like literally every podcast says that so sorry if you've heard that before but yeah that's like something I also have been working on in 2022 I have been blabbering on long enough though and I will let you guys get into the episode with Molly hello everyone welcome back to your favorite pick me up so we are here with a very fun guest today who I have known for a while actually um, I'll let her introduce herself. So Molly, how old are you? Where are you from? And where do you live currently? Um, thank you for the fun introduction, Callie. Um, so, so excited to be on this podcast. I've been listening to it for, for what, like now five months that it's like been a thing. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm 24. I just turned 24 in April, three days before Callie. So we have like kind of joint birthdays. Uh, the best. I know, it's literally have to celebrate until we're like 85 or how old. I know. <laughs> um, I'm from Half Moon Bay, California, which is a small town right outside of San Francisco and 30 minutes south. Um, right now, I live in Boston, Massachusetts, and I work in compliance for a uh, French biopharmaceutical company um, just right outside Boston right now. So great fun for sure. So yeah, Molly moved to Boston, which literally was the happiest thing of my life because now we're like an hour apart and I'm about to move to Boston so we will be what like I'm like stalking you we're moving in like three blocks from you now that you're moving yeah um I know it's gonna be great um but yeah I want to have Molly on because I feel like we have a lot of good things we can talk about from like post-grad and this is also good timing just because um we just had our like comeback graduation at Michigan um how did you think that went um I had a great time I was so surprised how many people came back for it um it was like insane yeah two years delayed like there's just so many people that I was like oh like I always really liked you in college and like I just not talked to in forever and that just randomly saw and I was like wait this is actually kind of fun and exciting um I thought it was great that you know Fauci spoke I thought he did a really good job I think they did such a good job with the ceremony and like everything like the fact that we all got to walk out on stage apparently is like unheard of like they've never done that before um I know it's so chaotic but it was so fun disaster but it was just kind of cool that we got to do that I was talking to one of my professors afterwards he's like I've never seen this before but he, but then also like everyone walked up on stage and then left <laughs> yeah no I, I apparently we're like supposed to throw our hats and stuff and then we all just left and I was like I felt bad like I didn't realize that that was part of the ceremony like apparently oh, I literally felt like I like went back in time two years like it was weird like a lot of stuff changed but it felt like also nothing changed I don't know it was weird surreal I mean all yeah all the shenanigans like all like our favorite restaurants like most of them are all there what about you Cal what did you think oh I thought it went great I was like just really on the Saturday I was like this is how it like definitely should have went and like I feel like just seeing everyone was really nice I want to do like now I'm like inspired I want to do like every not like we have to go back to Ann Arbor but like like every two years or something just like it's so nice to have everyone in one place because I don't know about you but like yeah like all of our friends moved across the entire U.S. So it's not really that easy to just like meet up. Like me and you are out here, but it's just like not that common for everyone to be like close together anymore. It's just you and me chilling out here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the East Coast. We're the resident East Coasters. Do you yeah. think you're going to try to stay out here on the East Coast or? Yeah, I think so. I, at least like another two years, like I'm like also starting a new job after Memorial Day weekend. And I like would like to see that through for a few years at least. Okay, I want to hear about like your new job promotion and like everything post-grad, but we're going to go back a little bit to our college days. So, okay, personally, I feel like every year of college for me, like got better every year, but I want to hear what you thought about like what stood out to you each year of college because we both did only four years. Yeah, 
I completely agree. I think coming in as a freshman, I think most people, not everyone, but a lot of people at Michigan kind of shared this feeling that compared to college, high school is like not a walk in the park, but it just wasn't like as challenging. You kind of like knew it was expected of you and you were given a syllabus and you're just like, I need to do A, B, C, and D to get the grade, you know, and to do well in this class. And like, obviously college is like a lot less structured. Like you should really go to office hours, but no one really enforces it. Like a lot of your grade is like based on exams. So I feel like that's definitely like a reality check. And I know everyone says that, um, especially at a school like Michigan, when you know, I went from a high school where I think I had 250 in my graduating class going to like 7,500 people. Like no one yeah. going to like a lot of like, like those pre-med classes where it's like 600 plus students. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You started off pre-med, right? I like never really was pre-med. I just kind of took the class. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, Cal, you know. Dude, but, I don't know what I was doing either. So. <laughs> hey, but look at us. Like, like you're saying, I definitely think it got easier every year. Like, obviously there's always like road bumps. Um, and I mean, especially being from California, the weather was a huge adjustment um at first but I also thought it was a good way to like enforce me to stay inside and study and focus at times yeah no sometimes I'm like if I went to a beach college like I don't know if I could study the way that we did at Michigan because like literally in the winter we just lock ourselves in the library for like all hours of the day and I feel like it was like I didn't care as much in high school and then I went to Michigan I was like everyone is so like try hard I gotta like be try hard like everyone else and so then it was like it kind of forced us but okay so how did you choose to rush like what did you know you were going to before you came to Michigan um yeah so I I always kind of thought about it my mom was always like a little like judgmental about it kind of in a way I feel like most parents kind of are but especially I mean I was the only kid from my high school who went to Michigan and it just like seemed like a really good way to like make friends right off the bat um and I think what all he like humanity just like wants to be part of something bigger than themselves like that's like what makes us tick and run um mm-hmm. it was like a good opportunity to kind of get that experience um my friend like my you know Tori my like first grade like best friend we also kind of went to Michigan together even though she's you know moved to Boston in middle school um, so she also did it. So we kind of like did it together. Um, I kind of just figured why not? Like what's, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. That's like this, the mindset I went into it with too. Cause like not very many people I was close to from my high school went to Michigan. I didn't know that many people and it's so weird. I don't know. Like when people ask you about it now, like they're like, were you in a sorority? Like, it seems like you were like, I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like, yes, I was, but then they're like, oh yeah, like you're in Zeta. That makes sense. Cause like I'm blonde or whatever. I'm like, okay. Are you serious? Like, yeah. Don't hang out with those people. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But I've just like, I feel like people have like a certain stereotype. So when you say you were in a sorority, they're like, think you're a certain type of person. Do you feel yeah. like that? Completely. And it's also too, like sororities are so different, like, like at different colleges as well. So there's not just like one, I mean, there, there are kind of like stereotypes that can be set just by being a sorority in general, but I'm just like, I don't know, we're like two years post-grad now. Like, yeah, it was a fun experience and now we're adults. Yeah, I know. That's, I feel like that too. It's like not a big deal. And like, I don't know. I always like, yeah, like did it for a couple of years. That deep. No, it's not that deep, but at the same time you look back and you're like, how many connections did I make? from uh, that like just rushing and all that so for context you guys me and molly both were in zeta and molly was actually the president so yeah wait how how did you become the president molly we need to hear your side of the story yeah um so obviously you know rushed and Callie and i were both in zeta and they do kind of all these like sort of fun events and you're you know, a new member, you're starting college. It's like such a great way to meet people. I remember after rush day, I had like 150 new Instagram, like friends on my literally. Phone. Yeah. That was easy. Um, and I don't know, I kind of like got really close with like a lot of the older, like PC and girls and that sort of stuff. And I got involved in like Panhill and I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Like this kind of structured organization, like, you know, try to, you know, empowering different like groups of women on campus and stuff like that and um 
I got really close with the president like two years above me. And I think I was just kind of like inspired by her um, and just kind of like one thing led to another. Um, I, I was also like, as a freshman, I was on like NOMCOM, which like goes through all the, the executive interviews. And I was like mm-hmm. the freshman, the PC16, whatever rep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was like kind of a cool process. And I like saw it as like sort of a challenge. Um, and yeah, just kind of like went from there. Like, did that help you at all in learning some skills that you could use even your job now? Or was it mostly just like fun kind of like organizational stuff? Um, it was definitely like the best of times and the worst of times. Like I, I think in ways that it helped me and also like really good questions, Cal. Um, <laughs> I think it helped a lot with my confidence. Like it, you know, made me realize that this is something that I could do. Um, I definitely made a lot of mistakes. Like I, you know, wasn't perfect. Like I think another thing about Michigan is you nominate your executive board there when they're sophomores. Yeah. Which is just a little whack in a mm-hmm. sense. You're still kind of a baby in a sense. Um, so that was definitely like overwhelming, but, um, you know, I learned like just how to deal with people and like how to solve problems and look like and prioritize the things that are like what really matter. Um, and there's definitely moments where I, I look back and I'm like, wow, like, why did I get so worked up about, you know, some dumb frat doing this thing and like, or, you know, some girls like doing this and going, to, you know, like there's just so many times when I'm like, it made me learn like what I need to prioritize and, you know, like at the end of the day, it's like just Greek life. It's like not really real life. It's kind of this like little fake world within college. Um, and, you know, there's definitely moments where I was like, I this is the worst decision of my life but looking back on it kind of like what you were saying earlier I'm really happy that I did it and was like given the opportunity to do it as well overall like a very very supportive like group of girls like you know whenever something happened in someone's life or like whatever like flowers would be sent you know car would, there'd always be like cards on like the credenza or whatever for like so and so and like mm-hmm. you know you know again just like back to being like part of like a bigger community I think it's just like so important like whatever community that is and um so yeah I agree it was definitely a good experience but then like you were saying like it was such a time commitment mm-hmm. last week and then if you don't go you're fine and if you go to this event you're fine and um it's definitely especially if you're involved in like other organizations and I mean Michigan's like a very rigorous school too so I mean that should always take priority um so yeah there's there's positives and negatives always yeah, I feel like I look back and I'm like definitely happy I did it, but there's also like negatives that are just kind of like embedded in the system. Like our rush week is during our school. So like a lot of people are like, oh, I have to study for exams. And then they're like, oh, we're going to find you if you don't come to rush. And it's like not really the people's fault that are on the executive boards of the sororities because it's like that you have to get people in your sorority. You want people to come to rush. But it's also like, can you blame someone for wanting to study for their bio exam when they're like pre-med and their grades matter? So a lot of the stuff is like sometimes like structural, which I feel like Michigan has been trying to help because they like moved like rush till like second semester. And then now it's not as like, you don't have to do it your like first week of freshman year when you don't know anyone, which I think is better. But yeah, so I'm very thankful for it. We have a lot of good friends, definitely. Also, I feel like it's just like more empowering than it was like caddy. So like a lot of like people are just like supporting each other and like even networking, like a lot of the older girls would help us with like, especially for pre-med for me, even though I'm literally not pre-med anymore. It was very helpful at the time. I know Molly and I had a journey and we were both like, yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah, fun classes. That we did. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, okay. Post-grad. So 2020 comes around, it's COVID and we get kicked back to our houses. How was that experience for you? Um, yeah, reminiscing. I can't believe that was, it feels like ages, but it's really only been two years. Which I know it's like insane. Insane. Um, so yeah, so I, okay. So I was supposed to do the Peace Corps. Obviously that did not happen. So I was supposed to leave in June right after graduation. And then um, I kind of stayed in Ann Arbor until end of May. My sister flew out and we road tripped my car back to um, California together. It was awesome because we got to see, you know, my aunts, my aunt and uncle in like Minnesota and cousins and whatnot. And like, just kind of like friends along the way. Um, it was also during like a lot of the George Floyd 
like protests and whatnot. So that was also very interesting, like especially going to different states and just kind of witnessing and like being a part of that. This is like so embarrassing. My sister and I got stuck in Chicago because you didn't realize that there was a protest because I was like, Carl's like, let's go see the bean. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then there was a protest. Four hours and like, okay, wait, like we like support this obviously, you know? Yeah, um, no, for sure. But yeah, so did that and I took, you know, I got back to California and I was kind of just like in a standstill because I, you know, kind of thought that I was going to be out of the country for two years after grad and then the plan was to apply to grad school. And so I kind of just had to pivot and I took an EMT class with one of my friends from college and we live in Santa Cruz together, which was such a dream. Like I, I feel so fortunate to be able to have that experience, like, you know, mm-hmm. like teaching surf lessons on the side, taking this EMT class, like just living in Santa Cruz, hiking, um, everything. And then, then after that, I took a job in San Francisco, not as an EMT, but my EMT cert like helped in like COVID mitigation. Um, and as I'm like from like 30 minutes outside San Francisco, like, it was cool living there, but it was also a little rough because I was paying so much to live somewhere and like being so close to home. Um, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And especially like I wasn't that making that much money. And, you know, I know Cal and I have talked about this before. Like I've always like loved like Boston and the East Coast. And I started like interviewing for a few jobs out here and I ended up getting one, which is you know, the job that I have now. And I think this was in May. So I just hit my 12, I just hit my one year in Boston. Um, so I like accepted this job in April and like moved all my stuff out. I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? My mom was like, Molly, you'd be dumb if you didn't take it. I was like, okay, mom. I don't know if COVID was really bad there, but I think about like my first year and it's like, you can't, like, I don't want to bring up COVID, but like, it was so hard to make friends and stuff. I not bring up COVID. Yeah. Well, it was just like hard. Like you move somewhere and you're like so excited to make friends and like, no one wants to talk to you. It's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Like everything was really close and like, it's good that obviously San Francisco took COVID so seriously, but exactly what you're saying. Like it was really hard to meet people. I'm fortunate from being around there. So I like was able to, um, you know, meet people and like have a lot of really good friends there. It was also just like, you know, same with you, right? Like you're, you know, from like Metro Detroit area and like, you know, it'd be so cool to live in Detroit and like near your family, but also like you've lived there your whole life and it'd be, it's like really cool to branch out, especially at this like age in our life. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like, I don't know, after graduating, I feel like I was just a little bit like, I was not used to like being, I don't, not even like being alone, but like living with seven best friends, you just don't have to like fend for yourself as much and then I was like what am I even doing like I can't do anything alone I don't know if you had that experience too but I feel like that was just like especially during COVID because like I'm so extroverted I feel like you are too it was just like rough because I'm like where like why do I not live with my friends anymore like I literally live at home like it was just kind of a whole thing but um for that like everyone's like college is the best four years of your life and then they don't really say anything after that yeah they're like good luck after and then it's like COVID no one wants to make friends they're like oh really good luck after like you're not like making it but okay so when you moved to Boston do you feel like it was like easy to make friends like hard to make friends like how did that whole situation go um well obviously it was so exciting that you were so close Um, (laughs) yeah no I think I was talking to Claudia and like I didn't like really understand east coast geography I didn't know that Brown was like so close to Boston like Mm -hmm. Minutes away, um, and then I had to, like I mean, another great thing about going to a school like Michigan is I feel like any city you end up in, you're gonna have a few connections there, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is is a definite definite plus. Um, so yeah, when I first moved, because I moved so fast, I subleased for four months, and um, that was like awesome. Callie, you came up a, f- a few times. Yeah, <laughs> really fun, and. Um, and it was obviously summer, so it was, like, really hot. There's, like, lots of hiking to kind of do and, like, explore the city. I did the Freedom Trail, like, like 10 times. Um, <laughs> Literally <laughs> so funny. I know. I haven't done the Freedom Trail yet. I'm really excited to do that when I move. Yeah, we'll get best to the tickets around. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely a hard transition. I feel like I didn't start feeling, like, at home and, like, in my routine until maybe earlier this year. Um, mm-hmm. I also went home for month during um you know obviously because I can work remote so I went home during like Christmas and New Year's and whatnot just to be with family because it is really hard being so far um 
I got I went back in June for my sister's graduation as well and I realized that like a weekend trip to California is just like not it like with the time change no you get so tired it's so hard to I don't even know come back and like work like when I went to Seattle for the weekend to visit Molly I was like dying when I came back because it's so like with the flight and everything but it's nice that you can work from home for like a longer amount of time and like you got to do that during Christmas people say it takes like a year to get adjusted in a place and so now I'm feeling like pretty adjusted in Providence and I'm literally moving but But I also like move in like pretty close like maybe it'll take you like six months yeah I think that it won't be bad either and like I'm gonna just mooch off all of your friends probably um (laughs) but have you felt like you could keep up like with your friends from like college high school all because basically you move away from most of them besides like Tori and me do you feel like it's been okay like keeping up with everyone or like just how have you navigated that yeah great question um I mean it's definitely a struggle and it's definitely something that I can always do better at I think um but you know it's hard right like every friendship and relationship is a two-way street and I think you know you have like really good friends in your life when you don't even talk for like a few months and you just randomly like we'll catch up and it's like nothing has changed mm-hmm. um, and so I'm like starting to realize like the people in my life that I can do that with and like people because I don't like Cal I don't think we talked like after COVID and all that stuff until I like, moved to Boston like back and forth I know yeah 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 while you on the east coast I was like what's up like I just feel like you can if you have like a solid foundation for your friendship you can pick back up with someone super easily and I don't know I find myself like now with certain people I'm like if we I can kind of tell like if we're gonna keep up like if we see each other and we have like surface level conversations or if we see each other or like catch up and like we actually like talk and like connect still and like just have like a lot more in common like in this phase of life than like in past phases as well I don't know if you feel that way yeah no I 100% agree um and it's just something that you kind of learn right like trial and error like throughout life and just the more people you meet and um one of my friends in Boston, she's like, my favorite thing in the world is making my friends friends because then it just makes life easier. And, you know, I, I, especially at this like point in our lives, like if our friends like don't get along, like it's like not a good sign. So it's good to have. I know. Also, it's like easier if like, I don't know, for weekend trips, like when you go see your friends, if you have similar like lifestyles and hobbies, it's so much easier to, I don't know, just like catch up and like just have like a fun like if you're all in the same like vibe or just like have the same energy to you you can like just plan an easy weekend and everyone will kind of just fall in line but like now now that I'm making like new friends I'm like I want to like align our like lifestyles just so like I know if I'm putting effort into this friendship it's gonna last for like a long time because it's hard to just like be friends with someone and then like two months later you like never talk which like I never really experienced in college because I feel like everyone you just see them all the time but now it's like you have to put in effort so I'd rather have like just more closer friends I don't know yeah I completely agree and it's also you want to be around people who like challenge you and like make you a better person and whether that's like making you like oh let's go hiking or giving you like you gave me like a few books last time you were here and you know just stuff like that I think is just like so important um to not be like stagnant in life and like always be like learning and growing and like what you're like the result of like the people you spend your time with as well no for sure okay so how do you feel like you're like okay so you're starting a new job Mm-hmm. how how did it go like with your company when you first started compared to now like how did you navigate like your first like starting your job and like did you feel overwhelmed when you came and like now you're having a promotion which is like so awesome and I'm so happy for you but are you like nervous to move up in the company or do you feel like your confidence has grown um definitely a little bit of both um so when I started in May I like kind of knew nothing about the industry it was like all kind of brand new to me and Obviously, I studied like bio in in college and a lot of that has actually been surprisingly applicable to like kind of what I do on the day to day. Um, But a lot of it is just like learning from experience, like the amount of times that I've messed up doing something at work. And like now I'm like an expert at it because I, you know, got an angry email from someone being like, no, this is not how you do it kind of thing. Um, It's like really shocking. And I think that's something that I appreciate about my company is they, at least how they were like, like we would rather hire like smart motivated people that we can like learn and train than someone with like a multitude of experience kind of thing um 
Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, I've definitely learned a lot. Um, this new job, I'm, I'm basically just like switching groups, which is exciting. So one of the other groups that I work closely with kind of reached out and was like, there's a few open positions. Um, and so I applied and then now I'm starting like end of May after my 12 months with this current role. Um, you know, I'm definitely nervous, but like, I'm excited. Like, I mean, I, I like everyone who knows me, it's like such a, such a pivot that I like work for big pharma. It's not, <laughs> not like, well, it's funny because, yeah, you were going to the Peace Corps and now, like, you're doing big pharma. But I feel like you still, I don't know, it's still, like, kind of the same industry, like, just in the general health sphere. But do you think, like, when you were getting, like, that criticism, like, still learning in the beginning, like, were you ever, like, sensitive or, like, down on yourself? I'm thinking about when I first start. I need to, like, get thicker skin in a career sense. And it's so rough, too, because there's no way to prepare yourself for it. You almost just need to go through that experience and handle it in the moment to get thicker skin you mm-hmm. know? which is kind of like a, a bummer in a sense but um yeah no it's, it was definitely like especially when I was like first new but then you know as you kind of go on and you kind of work from that and like start building like more of a rapport with your coworkers and like higher levels and whatnot um and you know you start getting like positive feedback you're like wait actually like maybe I'm not doing like the worst job ever you know yeah and I think like the biggest thing is just being like like responsive to that criticism being like oh like I'm sorry for this oversight like thank you for telling you know stuff like that like and just like yeah because so often you'll see someone like make a mistake and then they'll just just try to like fight it's like this is not a mistake like I this is wrong and like, they'll be like so adamant about it and it's just like not not a cute look you know like, yeah <laughs> like unless they were actually right you know yeah, I definitely feel like it's good to just like say thank you to people and then change your ways and move on. Um, not like vindictive towards you or anything, like actually trying to help you. That's like the biggest thing to recognize. No, for sure. And then you just ran, okay, I'm so jealous that you just ran a half marathon um, like a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fourth, I think, yeah. Okay, have mine upcoming this weekend. Do you have any tips? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Wait, so where are you running your half marathon? Okay, mine, it's like 30 minutes away on like a path right, right near the beach. Uh-huh. It's, it's like horse neck beach or whatever. Okay. Um, and basically no one's running with me, but Tommy's running the 3.5 mile. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta keep me company after, like you gotta run the rest <laughs> of me, but no, yeah. Um, yeah, the longest I've ever run is like 10 miles. I think ever so so golden I mean you also run I mean I was you and Tommy were running on vacation I know I forced him to run with me. <laughs> yeah no and I've like always like gone to the gym a few times before and you always like deer what four or five miles um but honestly so I because I was traveling a lot in like April and March this doesn't like sound super great I didn't train that much I ran I think I ran like seven and then a, a bunch of like, I think the most I ran was eight. And then I ran like a bunch of like four or five miles. And I just like tried to keep in shape. Um, I actually, I don't know if this has a relation, but I actually just started seeing a chiropractor. I mm-hmm. saw him like the week before and he like did some adjustments. And I was actually like a little sick, like the few days leading up to it. And I don't know if it was like adrenaline going or what was happening, but I ran like the fastest that I've like ran. And I didn't really even run like the five days before I did like a shakeout run on Saturday, just like an easy two miles, mm-hmm. um, you know, running like so important because it, it's so, so mental, like your body can make it and can do it. Yeah. Like, especially if you're good shape, but it's so often you're like, I don't want to finish this in your head that like makes you stop obviously, unless you have like an injury. But I think the biggest thing is just like staying healthy before sleeping well, eating well, stretching, like after your runs. Um, and if you're having any, like, like any sorts of, I mean, I remember when I ran my marathon in LA, I had like severe tendinitis, like the three days before. And I went to a sports doctor and he was like, just take an ice cube and rub out your tendon. And it just like worked and like loosen your shoelaces, you know, like just finding solutions to those sorts of issues you're having with your body and like doing research are like super important, but you're going to absolutely kill it. Thanks, dude. I'm, I'm excited. I'll report back to you guys how it goes because I don't know why I even felt compelled to do a half marathon, but 
I feel like once you sometimes I don't know I just like make random goals for myself and I feel like this happened to me like obviously in college you're more like occupied but now I feel like I'm just all about the hobbies like obviously like you have work and stuff but it's just kind of fun to like pick stuff up and like just like try it out like I don't know if I'm gonna become like a runner but I don't have to you know it's just like I don't know it's it's like exciting see if you like it um and also if you're interested October the Cape Cod half marathon got rescheduled okay no yeah I'm definitely doing that We're, we'll do it together um but yeah I feel like I don't want to make you guys think that college is the best four years because it definitely like it was great but I feel like now it will now that we've gotten like so much more established like it will just continue like life just continues to get better and like you get more confident and all that and yeah we did have fun in college and like we made a lot of friends but I don't know this is a good stage of life to be in as well I think agreed yeah I mean like best of times when we're like you fall flat on your face so many times like you are so stressed about school at like so many moments but there's you know like definitely like being surrounded by like some of your best friends in the entire world like walking distance from each other for four years while also you know being challenged in an academic setting and like whatnot or it, it's like very like valuable for sure yeah no for sure I feel like it's more of like the growth years and then now it's like more stability but obviously I don't know because I haven't really started my full-time job but obviously you guys will go through that process with me and Molly because she'll be down the street in case I need anything. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to leave the pod with any advice you have? Oh, um, well, I wanted to say congrats on, didn't you just finish yesterday? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I love that. I freaking love that. Um, and I'm trying to think I had this quote that I was like going through when I was looking at questions and I thought this was like applicable like in terms of like timelines because so many people in our lives are at such different stages like obviously oh my gosh yeah yeah literally some of our friends are getting engaged um right out for like an engagement this weekend can't give more information because it's a surprise but oh it's a surprise oh yeah 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 what of someone that I um know pretty well who is like 21 she just got engaged and I'm like that stresses me out (laughs) yeah no but like everyone has their own like path and like there's like not like my parents didn't get married until like 39 which yeah but yeah no I'm I like for some reason I thought my parents got married really young and they did not like they started having kids at 32 so I'm like I definitely have time you know what I mean like residency or something too yeah yeah like so cool um anyway I saw this I was like it's like one of the books I was reading if we only wanted to be happy it would be easy but we want to be happier than people which is almost always difficult since we think them happier than they are yeah I like that that makes so much sense too especially like thinking about like whatever the internet that we're all exposed to where people are just like like posting stuff and it can make you like more and more in your head because like things always look better than they actually are or like things always you perceive them differently than they might be so yeah good lesson Okay. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for joining us this week. Um, I am so excited for you to start your new job. And I am very happy for the audience to finally get to meet you because we have a nice future year, the next year in Boston together. And it's going to be great. So thanks so much. Thanks. Such an honor to be on. And um, yeah, thanks for making this easy. I'm a little nervous, but this is, this is so fun. <laughs> no chat with you and um yeah hopefully maybe i can get invited back one day oh for sure yeah thanks for listening guys bye